This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello. Broadcasting live from the 96.9 The Game Studio. It's time to go in the zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz. Welcome to the show. We are live on 96.9 The Game, streaming everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You are in the zone. The show of the Orlando sports fan, your host, Brandon Kravitz, here along with Sweet Tea, Tyler, Karen. We've got you for the next three hours of... Somewhat high-energy sports talk radio. Last night was a long one. We'll get into that. Text the show at 50857. We also want your iHeart talkbacks. I'll give you more info on that in a second as well. NFL picks coming up with another celeb from down the hall. Harry Gagnon will join us for his best bets in 30 minutes. We'll discuss some college football futures with him. Stone Cold Locks return at 5 p.m. I am unreasonably confident in the picks that I've made this week. And a revamped Bold Weekend Predictions. Excited to get to all of that. Uh, In fact, let me go ahead and promote that first before we dive into uh, our experience from last night. Uh, I'm calling all talkbacks. I want to do things a little bit different today for those that stay locked in throughout the duration of the show. um, That will remind the newcomers later on today. We have Bold Weekend Predictions that we do every single week on this show in the 5 o'clock hour whether it's football season or not. And I want to do things a little bit differently today and perhaps moving forward if it goes well. Tyler and I will still still hand out our bold weekend predictions, but we want to fit in at least two from you guys. We want your bold weekend predictions when we run the segment at 5.30. Hit us up on the iHeart app, tap that microphone icon, and fire away. What are you boldly predicting is going to happen this weekend? We want to hear it. Hit us up on the iHeartRadio app and leave us a message. So it was about 1.30 in the morning last night. That was my out time last night. Definitely got in a short nap today before the show. So I'm feeling fresher than I thought I would. Uh, but I, I think I like I feel fresh enough to deliver a semi-smooth three hours of sports talk radio. But I can't remember the last time I went to bed close to 2 a.m. It's been a minute. Welcome to my I, world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to being 23 again with no responsibilities. Yeah. Last night, not only was it a later game because we were in Mexico City and it tipped off at 930, the game itself was just dragging in a way. It I mean, was. the first the first half took a good hour 45, two hours in itself. That was by the time we were getting the halftime report. So it was a bit of an extended out game. It felt like we saw three different games play in the city. That's how I feel about it. I feel like every quarter was a game of its own, and it just added to the. We've been in this room for eight <laughs> hours already. I did feel at one point. I don't. I don't think it was with any sort of malicious intent. So don't worry. I, I, I'm not offended, and perhaps it might have been my own paranoia. But there was a point in the post game show last night when I'm I'm going on and on, and I'm explaining what happened in the game. And I look around, and you and Wendell Epps, the grad associate, are looking at me with a look that can only be described as, dude, it's 12.50 in the morning. And I'm like, you know what? They're right. Let's wrap this one up and get out of here. Uh, at that point, I don't know how many more of you are hanging on, but we were, we, we, we were on uh, today in some respects. You know? You know, at halftime, I was, 
I was perky. I was feeling good. I had some stats to go along with it. Once it post game, I just kind of blacked out. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I said on that post game show last night. Um, still had the stats with it though, and obviously it was a a nail biter game down to the final shot. And uh, unfortunately, our magic just came out on the wrong end of it. Yeah, let's break that down. So. Sort of a slot fest out there. Both teams turning the ball over like crazy. We saw highlight dunks and assist plays. It was it was a cool atmosphere in Mexico City, and the players were playing like they wanted to put on a show. Uh, I love that about guys in the NBA when they know, hey, the I want to put on I want to put on a spectacle for the people that are sitting right there. They did that, and it was sloppy at times, uh, but I thought the people that paid their ticket last night in Mexico definitely get their money's worth. Trey Young went off 41 points last night. His his season high by 17 points. He had only scored 24 points in a game. That was his high watermark before last night. Got to 41. You never want to be the team that gets a guy going offensively because it's kind of a mark against what the Magic had been to this point where you go, okay, still a little rough around the edges with the shooting percentages, but... Top three defense in terms of defensive rating and some other defensive metrics. When Trey Young goes off like that and and you give up seventy points in the first half, it it does kind of it, uh, it dings the resume to say the least. They're going to be sliding down the rankings. I haven't looked at what the update would be, but um, maybe we'll wait until after Damian Lillard and Giannis come to town and, and see where they're at. Yeah, I haven't looked the seventy. 70- I think it was 72 points that the Hawks scored in that first half. Trey Young had 33 of his 41 in that first half. That was not only the highest mark that the Hawks, or excuse me, that the Magic had given up to an opponent in the first half of the season. It was also the first game this season that the Magic were trailing at halftime. So I think that there's something there. And it speaks to this game at the beginning had somewhat to a vibe of a a version of a rising stars game even that's a better you, way to put it you, I, I i kept calling it an all-star game last night but that's, it wasn't that sloppy you, that's, that's yeah. not doing it justice it, i mean you had trey young and it's it, his game in itself is an all-star weekend festivity right there it doesn't matter if you're in the playoffs game one game 40 Trey Young's going to be Trey Young. I mean, he's flashy. He had a behind-the-back assist for a corner three. He had a behind-the-back-to-himself no-look alley-oop to Jalen Johnson. That happened early in the game. You had Jalen Saltz, Jalen Suggs uh, going into the hoop for a wide-open layup. Saw Paulo trail and said, all right, here you go, big guy, and threw a lob off the glass to him. That's very out of character for the Magic and Jalen Suggs. So there were definitely a, hey, We've come all this way. We've had a good couple days in Mexico City. There's a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz in the arena. They're here to see some offense. Let's give them some wow. And uh, yeah. that's what led to the high-scoring first half. For sure. And the Magic have already slipped three spots in terms of defensive rating. That's how damaging last night was, just to put that into perspective. Um, a, a disclaimer here, there are many moments that lead to the final seconds of a basketball game. But as is the case with NBA games, that's all we end up focusing on. So let's focus on it. 42 seconds left. Franz hits a beautiful mid-range shot, puts the Magic up by two. And then Trey Young gets the ball with 31 seconds left on the clock, finds DeJounte Murray, nails a three, and the Hawks go up by one. Now the Magic have enough time to call a timeout, set a play, 
They don't do that. They just start firing away down the court, and Franz drives to his left, finds some traffic, and I don't know if he was supposed to take that shot or what, but he turns around. There's a wide-open Paolo Bancaro right behind him. Dishes it to him. Paolo misses an open three. The Magic get an offensive rebound, but that was like sort of chaos, and then the Hawks end up with the ball. Trey Young, in what I thought was a pretty funny way to end the game, even though it sucked that the Magic lost, threw the ball in the air. There's two seconds left. He just chucked it in the air. It was like, by the time this hits the floor, there will be no time left, and he was right. Uh, so that's the way that it ended. Paolo got a clean look, but I don't care about the timeout not being called. I know that some Magic fans are hung up on that. Call timeout, set a play. I'm not. I'm not that concerned with that because the other side of the equation is you allow Atlanta to set up their defense, and you can't guarantee that you're going to get a smoother look just because you create a a set piece for somebody. My issue is that never, ever should this Magic team, when needing two points, be shooting the ball from beyond the arc. That should be the number one mission. Everybody steps inside of that line because you don't even need it. Paolo is not a proficient three-point shooter yet. He's good in the mid-range. Would love if he had taken a couple steps up and and take that shot from a different spot. Uh, that's that's my biggest issue with it. And and I and I've seen the Magic do that a couple times this year. We're late in games. They're like, oh, we need a bucket. Let's shoot a three. That's not their game. So that's where I'm at. I said it to you and Jake uh, last night, either in the postgame or off the broadcast. I just think when it comes to the X's and O's in the NBA, X's and O's in late game situation, I really feel it's more of a high school college basketball kind of thing. The the puke play that we talked about, how when you need that game's on the line, you need a shot, you know exactly what play you're going to, and it's going to get you three different options. You take the best option. They practice, that, That's probably the number one thing they practice, I would think, is that last 10 seconds you have the ball, what do you do with it? I think, yeah, in the NBA, it turns into more of what set are you in than what design play are you running, and it's Apollo said it in his postgame. He said, yeah, they, uh, they ran kind of the same thing that led to Franz getting that uh, hook shot um, on the right side or that layup from the baseline that ended up giving Magic the lead. Paul said they pretty much ran the same thing. They were forcing Franz left, and that's when DeJounte Murray, I think it was, hopped, helped off of Paulo. That's what led to Paulo being open. So I think the play originally was designed for they wanted to get Franz to the right. I don't know who was in the right corner, but yeah, that's where you don't want the ball to end up in Paulo's hands on the perimeter. If if you have to dish it out to him, you want him in the short corner, on the baseline, somewhere where he can take a dribble and take a strong attack to the hoop. And, yeah, that's just, I mean, getting bodies in different spots, getting into a better set. But, yeah, the timeout doesn't change a whole lot there. Um, and at the end, like you said, the, this game didn't come down to the last shot. Yes, the Magic had an opportunity to win it in the last shot, but they were up 11 to 100, or 111 to 100 with 813 left in the game. And then from that point on, I think it was a 20-8 to Atlanta Hawks run. Yeah. You know, it, it's each of those possessions. And that final possession where DeJounte Murray hit the three. Um, Trey Young obviously demands a lot of attention. He drove. The defense had to collapse. Markell, who was guarding DeJounte in the corner, had to come down to try to prevent the dip-off to Clint Capella. 
and Jalen Suggs was left kind of watching at the top of the key, and he missed his rotation over to DeJounte Murray. He was got there a little late. It's those little things are that can be the game changer between a win and a loss. And the free throws. They missed That's 10 it. free throws last night. You lose by one point, and uh, Paolo missed a couple. Um, Goga Bataze missed a couple. Jalen Suggs missed three. Jonathan Isaac missed two. You know, all of that stuff, it, it, it adds up at the end of the day. You got to knock down the freebies at the very least. NFL picks with Deborah Roberts from Real Radio 104.1 next.